Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Boo Covery. Now you can visit us at BooCovery.com and learn a little bit about Eastern and Western psychology and some of the positive outlooks about Buddhism in psychology. You know, I've been sitting every Sunday um, with a friend of mine. She was a a mentor. She was the one that got me to go to college and to um, pursue a a career of what I'm doing now. Um, But she's dying, and she has invited us to be part of her death process. My partner and I bring nourishing soups and foods for her to eat, and we talk about life and death. And it's been a joy being with my friend, and it's it's been difficult because I know her life is ending. And she says to us, we're not getting out of here alive as if she's reminding herself of this very difficult fact. No one gets out alive. She knows her time is limited. Death is undeniable and inescapable. Still, we struggle and feel the emotions of watching someone die. And that person watching their own selves diminish. And in the last moments, they may begin to understand how important life is and how fast it goes by. This last week when I sat with her, I was stricken with how she looked. She had gone downhill drastically. And she even called and warned us that her brain was malfunctioning. Of course it is. She's dying of brain cancer. But it's interesting through all this that I have this uh, mentor who's like a Buddhist teacher to me and she's teaching me right now how impermanent life is and that we all die and how interesting that that lesson is coming in so hard right now. We have to come to terms with our death and she tells me to remind ourselves of this daily my mentor does and She says, life is impermanent, and we're going to die. And to say that to yourself until you can accept it. And not only do I remind myself that life is impermanent, we're all going to die. There are people around me that are showing me by doing so. Life is impermanent. Think about that. Is that a depressing thought? I mean, really, technically, it shouldn't be. Because knowing that we're all going to die, perhaps could mean we all could live more fully. Because look, you don't know how long you have to live. You could die tomorrow. So why not make the most of your life? And this is just a reminder of it. It's not about dread, rather having the insight to live fully. It means looking at your life, your flaws, and your joys, and your defeats. No life is not forever should make us want to be the best we can 
all of the time with the life we have. And I get it. I know. It's hard to think about dying. I'm going to live great today and do all these things because I could die tomorrow. It's not something we say every single day. But here's the thing. I'm learning more and more and becoming more conscious and trying to become more familiar with death and dying to overcome my fear and even help others overcome their process of fear. And when you think about impermanence, such as death and dying, maybe you won't be so terrified by it. Think about the fact that your body is just a loner and your soul moves on. And I look at my friend who had me and my partner do her farewell letter and her thank you letter to everyone. And I saw how sad she was that her death was coming so quickly. Yet, yet she says she has no regrets, not any real regrets. But her biggest thing is to remember just how quickly time goes by. Pretty much a lifetime happens in a bat of the eye. Now, I was quiet and thoughtful on the way home from seeing her that particular day. That was just a few days ago. And, and I, was, I was thinking, I'm going to miss her. And even though I know death is inevitable, I weep for the person who I'm going to miss. Because I know in my heart, we don't escape death, but it doesn't remind, it doesn't dismiss that I won't miss her. And I again am reminded that death is going to happen. You know, it reminds me of one of my uh, favorite Buddhism stories about death, where there was a, a woman who came to the Buddha carrying her dead child. And she was pleading with them, please, please bring my child back to life. And the Buddha said to her, bring a mustard seed from any household where no one has ever died, and I will fulfill your wish. So this woman runs madly through her village, and she's going from house to house, from house to home to every place, and she could not find any household in which no one had ever died. So she couldn't get the mustard seed, but she did realize one thing, and that is death will always happen. Accepting someone you love that has died does not mean that you'll be sad for the rest of your life, though. It doesn't mean that you won't suffer either. I promise you that chances are you will suffer and greatly. I don't care what your practice is. We feel loss. We're supposed to. Part of it is we know we will not see the person again that we love. Not in the light we see them now. And the other part is that you're changing your relationship with your suffering. You may have suffered because you know that person may die, will, will die. And you may change the relationship because you will always be in your heart and your life. They're not here, but they're here. They're not here in the body, but certainly we feel them. 
change is inevitable. So placing yourself in a mindset where you're open to sitting with your feelings, which can create sadness, regret, anger, joy, confusion. It's all part of death and coping with those feelings. So what about our own emotions? Yeah, we need to remember that grief and sorrow can teach us gratitude for what we have been given, even if the gift is that of suffering or trying to understand our emotions. Because grief is a universal emotion. And for those of us left behind, and we have to adjust to a new life without our loved ones, then we grieve. It's not to say as Buddhists we don't grieve. It's just to say as Buddhists we understand death and we know that we will feel it and we will understand it more. Because when grief happens, it's a choice and we get to make it. The Buddha doesn't say don't feel your emotions of death. We experience a multitude of emotions when there's a loss. What's important to know is we have to be with our emotions and our experience and not deny it and not stuff them because that will cause the suffering. You can feel grief and not be attached to the pain. Allow it to flow through you. It's vital to feel those emotions and process them without the attachment. We must process. There is no such thing of life without loss. So we're given the experience to feel it and eventually feel our own loss of our own life. I'm grateful. I am so grateful my friend came into my life. And I am also grateful that my friend is teaching me about loss and that life is impermanent. I've had to walk several people home. And when I say walk people home, that means watch them die. But it never struck me like what I'm doing now. And I think it's because I'm studying with my mentor. And, and she's been talking so much about how impermanent life really is. And we must begin to teach ourselves this lesson while we are alive and well. Death isn't something strange. It occurs every single day all over the world. We need to embrace that everything is always changing. People, places, things always are going to change because everything in life is impermanent. And when you realize this, and that even includes life, then you have a better understanding which can create less fear about death and make you understand your grief and sorrow. And by accepting this, we can learn and suffer less, which really will lead us into a more meaningful life. Well, I guess soon I'll be saying goodbye, old friend. I'll see you in another life. But for now, this is Tyler Wood saying, Walk in Peace.